0: to us and give us a rating for those platforms that support that we most certainly would appreciate that and so you don't miss any of the episodes that come out on monday wednesday and friday go ahead and subscribe thank you so much for that act of kindness and uh, let's get started our topic for today is be happy on purpose For today, what we're really going to cover is a couple of definitions to make sure we've got a good grasp of what this title means. And then we're going to look at the seven rules to be happy on purpose. The emotions of pleasure, comfort, gratitude, hope, and inspiration are examples of positive emotions that increase our happiness And move us to flourish. This is going to be a little bit academic. So bear with me. Hedonia. Happiness as a pleasure. And eudaimonia. Happiness as personal fulfillment. Are the two principal concepts. Of happiness. Other science backed literature. Refers to happiness. As the presence of positive emotions. In the absence of. Of negative emotions. So what does the on-purpose part add to this? It adds intentionality, willfulness, not by accident, knowingly, purposely, and by design. We cover a wide array of topics, but they all come back to mindset. If you take uh, the emotions of pleasure, comfort, gratitude, hope, and inspiration, And marry those with intentionality, willfulness, not by accident, knowingly, purposely, and by design. That creates a set of circumstances where you can experience hedonia, happiness, and eudaimonia, happiness. Happiness as pleasure and happiness as personal fulfillment. Now, as part of my morning routine, what I'm actually doing Is I am conditioning myself for the day. I have a set of practices that I go through each morning. You've heard me say in other episodes that they set the tone for my day. And as I'm going through my day and crap starts to happen and shenanigans start to occur and people start to send really irritating messages I need something that is going to bring me out of those states or keep me in my present state. In order for that to occur, I need what are called anchors. I need something that when I am triggered, I can lean and depend on to bring me back to my center or in my case, to bring me back to a positive mental mindset that I set Early that morning so that I can do all of the things I have to do during the course of that day. You're going to use these seven rules to be happy on purpose and they're going to teach you some of the most common areas where sometimes we get tripped up. And in the course of a day, these things sort of infiltrate different areas of our mind And they bring with them emotions. And before you know it, we're in a really funky place. And so we're going to unpack these today together and see if we can't give you some additional tools to put in your chest so that when you're faced with some of these challenges, you know how to address them. Number one, let it go. You've heard me say on the podcast that my childhood was a bit bumpy to say the very least. One of the biggest issues that I faced as an adult was I didn't have the ability to trust people. That came at a bad time when I really needed people to lean and depend on, but I could not because I couldn't let them in because I had all of these ideas in my head from childhood and adolescence. The idea of... Breaking away from the past was something that I had to face head on in order to be relieved of this inability to trust. And I'll tell you, it was one of the hardest challenges that I had to face. It had become a very much a part of my core. Anything that becomes a part of your core is now a part of your belief system. God forbid you identify with it. Because we know that whatever we identify with will go through great lengths to defend those positions. And that was me. But with the help of a very talented counselor, I was able to work through that. Letting go means letting go of your past, forgiving yourselves like I had to do of any missteps where you had trauma. You got to do like I did. You got to go get help if you can deal with it on your own and you can't reconcile it to a point where it's literally done like done done endeavor to let stuff go that's holding you back irrespective of what area of life it's in never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday number two ignore them most certainly as you go through life start to enter into career pursuits Desire to, you know, move up in your organization. Maybe you want to launch your own business. Perhaps there's some financial targets that you want to go after hard and heavy. You make this error like I did and you share them with your circle and you hadn't properly screened that circle or worse, it's family. And so you really get to have a piece of their mind that can leave you feeling like you can't do it. One thing we know as an absolute matter of fact is that if we have a can't-do attitude, that and that alone can hold us back. Make a decision to stop caring about what people say or about what they may think. Don't listen at all. Live your life in a way that is empowering, where your internal locus of control establishes for you the necessary can do to propel you if you have circles that aren't supportive maybe it's time for you to get new circles bind with those new circles that are in support of what you're trying to do number three give it time anything that is worthwhile is going to take time i have two children my kids my girls my loves of my life, they grew up with all sorts of electronic devices. So they were born into what we used to say a microwave generation where everything is fast, where you don't have to go to the grocery store, get all the ingredients, get your vegetables, get all of your meats, put together a meal and literally cook it. You can put something in a microwave that's been packaged for you. I don't support this, but you can do it. And you can have a meal in five minutes. This is a wonderful recipe for us to become very impatient. The idea that I got to have it now can become so entrenched in your thinking. And the fact that you can't have it right now will make you want to say, just forget it. It's not that important after all. I give up. And what I'm saying is, don't do that. Don't do that. When you formulate your goals, stick to them. Own them and give them time to grow and to develop. Anything worthwhile is going to take time. Just allow that to permeate your entire being And even though there are areas in your life where things can move at a much faster pace, at a much faster clip, when it comes to the things that are most important to you, that you're striving for, that you're going after, nurture them and allow them to blossom. And whatever that duration is, just be willing to go for the ride. Enjoy the journey that way you won't allow impatience to creep in and ruin your outcome. Number four, don't compare. Comparing ourselves amongst ourselves is not wise. Each of us have been given gifts, talents, and strengths. It's not fair to you to compare yourself with someone else. The whole comparative process is the chief robber of your joy and of your peace. And you can't go to where you want to go if you don't have any joy and if you don't have any peace. Moreover, anything that makes you feel as though you're not good enough is damning on your self-worth. And if your self-worth is crippled, As a result of this comparison where you've taken, as an example, an area that you're not so good in versus an area, the same area where someone else is good in. And with that being the only criteria that just leaves you feeling so awful about yourself. Guess what? If you feel awful about yourself, that's going to keep you in a negative mental mindset. And if you're in a negative mental mindset, you can't gain the strength, the power, the courage, the aspiration you need to start moving toward that goal, that outcome that you desire. So my encouragement today is to stop comparisons, cold turkey, focus on being a better you day by day. The only person you should try to beat. Is the person you were yesterday? Number five, stay calm. I guess it was three and a half to four years. I traded equity options on various entities that were members of the S&P 500. There's nothing better than a position that is going against you to teach you why you need to stay calm. The big boys would always tell us, uh, junior guys, hey, panic is not a strategy. Stay calm, stay cool, stay collected. You can only make good decisions when you're in that state. If you get frazzled, you're going to invoke cortisol and cortisol is going to create all sorts of stressors for you. It's going to send the blood away from your organs to your extremities. At that point, your thinking ability will be diminished and you will make poor decisions. The practical application here is we have to have control over our thinking. When we find ourselves going over and over something and thinking about what if scenarios and the worst case scenario, shoulda, woulda, coulda's. Those don't serve us. Those don't put us in control of our destiny. So when they happen, we just want to stop, pause, do the five 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 breathing technique, get ourselves together, calm ourselves down, get the cortisol under control, and then begin to utilize some positive self-talk. It's as simple as whatever the prevailing thought is, I can't do it. I can do it. I am well equipped. I can do this because I believe that I can do it. I believe in myself. I know I can do it. Say that as many times as you need to, to drive out negativity. The first couple of times it may take you 10, 15 minutes. But as you do this and you practice it, the more you do it, the less times you'll have to do it to get the same result. And that number will continue to decrease and decrease. till you only have to say it one time or no times? Number six, it's on you. And here's what this means. You're in charge of your outcomes. You are totally responsible for that which you desire to pursue. Don't depend on any external circumstances to line up so that you can achieve whatever it is that you have a desire to achieve. Instead, purpose within and say to yourself, I'm going to create for myself a vision. And as part of that vision, I'm going to have some goals. And then sit down, write out those goals, break them up into long and short-term goals, create your milestones, and then find a good accountability partner who will keep you laser-focused on your deliverables and your milestones, read them every single day. No matter what happens, dedicate time to those goals and pursue them with passion. That's all you have to do, family. That's all you gotta do. In conjunction with some of the other things that we've talked about thus far. You are also in charge of your happiness. If you're going to be happy on purpose, then you're going to have to be intentional, right? You're going to have to be willful. All of those elements need to be present for you to secure your happiness. Number seven, smile. Psychological Research suggests that smiling, even when you don't feel like it, can help you feel better. Can it boost your immune response and can even help you live longer? It only takes 13 muscles to smile. That's a relatively small number of muscular actions in order to reap some pretty big benefits. Smiling is contagious. I conducted my own study a few years back when I was encouraged to smile more. I went to a networking event. There was at least 60 executives in this space, some smiling, some not smiling. So I decided to go and introduce myself to all of those who were not smiling. And I just had this not weird painted on smile, but just like a smile that just, Gave you like this warm feeling like he's just a personable guy. He's just a personable guy. He's not weird. Before you knew it, before I knew it, they were all smiling too. Of the 10 or 12 people, I don't remember how many it was, that I went up to and did this, they started smiling too. And it was only, you know, two of them that didn't smile. So this is most certainly contagious. I can really sense people's energy now. When somebody comes to me smiling, it's like there's a force field around them. Dr. Joe Dispenza teaches that that energy signature that is around us can go up to six feet out. And as they're coming, I can tell, right, because I'm very in tune with myself now, what kind of energy are they bringing? And so with that smile, you're going to be bringing with you some very good energy. Enough energy to promote yourself Because we said whether you want to or not You should do it And then the other person Who really might need that energy boost You're going to be helping them as well There's always a payback When you're helping out someone else In the time of need Smile and enjoy yourself Each and every day Take these seven rules Utilize them so that you can be happy on purpose. Those seven rules are let it go. Ignore them. Give it time. Don't compare. Stay calm. It's on you and smile. Take a homework assignment. List out of these seven which ones you're doing a good job in. And then for those that you're not doing a good job in. Put together an action plan to start dealing with those so that you can get those that were in your lesser list to the same level as those that were in your good list. Okay. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. We do ask that you share this with your friends and family. And tag me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y O R Thought Life, no spaces. And leave a comment or a suggestion. I want to remind you that you are enough, you can do it, and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.